0: what is urban gaze gardening
1: uh so it's I was working with my cousin on this company called inward gaze garden so like gazing inward Mm. introspection uh my friend Kim was involved she's a healer out of San Francisco and so the idea that we had was to have uh organic gardening farming programs for veterans um and so we were going to sell at, a. Fresno has this uh, big football, or baseball stadium, I mean, um, and they had a, it's like kind of farm to table uh, market, I think every Friday or something like that, or in the summer. So we were there, we were, yeah, we got plugged in quick, dude. So that's why I'm like motivated, because I know when, when you put your mind to something, like everything just lines up and... People come together and make, you, know. you see it happening in the future for sure dude. maybe not I've kind of left the that idea behind like I I took from it a lot I grew I learned a lot about different things the process uh, at the same time though I was in nursing school which I mean it's it was a pretty hectic schedule so I let that go of course right because my education took priority graduation uh, but no, I see it for sure, dude. I see it happening it's with grass fed for sure, dude. All these, it's along the same lines, right? Wellness and empowering people to optimize their, their lives, right? And spread that, the examples. So, so yeah, this weird, uh, I wanted to do sound healing, different, healing arts modalities that I was involved with at the time and still practice a few of them right now myself. What are the premises
0: of sound healing?
1: So sound healing is, uh, in this, in the way we're going to do it with Kim, she has these crystal bowls, which is not the original um, instrument. I think the Tibetans used uh, brass bowls, and they still do. I don't know how far along, like, or how far... Uh, Later crystal, you know the crystal version was introduced, but it's still the same tune. It's the same note And so there's seven of them and you've heard of the chakras or the energy centers in the body Each one is the tune to each chakra. So you get into like this intense like super uh, High meditation almost immediately Um, Even now maybe maybe that happened with my body over time with practice Cause you are working out a muscle, right? A relaxation response. So whenever, I have a bowl in the van too. Now whenever I play, I can just get into a nice meditative zone. Uh, yeah, and that's supposed to just align, open up your energy centers. Everything is vibrating, right? At some, some certain frequency. So these tunes are meant to kind of align you and balance out your energy. And there's science behind it. It's Probably eight thousand euro technology. So, yeah, nice. What about color healing? Yeah, yeah you color, mentioned that the other day. Right. Yeah, color therapy. I mean, I think that's certain colors like red, right, evoke certain emotions. Maybe emergency or anger. Or, you know, some kind of alert. I think that's why they use them for stop signs. I had a friend, uh, an Australian girl, I met here in Belize, actually, who was into that. Blue is supposed to be soothing. You know, you paint your room blue. Yellow does some. I have to look up yellow because that's what uh, Paul's apartment is, right? All yellow. Yeah, the future studio. Yes. What else? Yeah, so uh, just all these things nutrition, veterans, especially, right? That's where my heart is. Being a vet myself coming through the process of reintegration after combat there's a certain way to do it that's right and and like life-giving i think and healing and then there's a way that the i think the current system right now is set up the way they're doing it is not good no bueno in my opinion keeping people stuck with pharmaceuticals in this place in their life that's uh... just not good Uh, slew of side effects people are dealing with, including suicidality and even worse depression and anxiety, stuff like that. It's like, we know this stuff. We know that
0: the science behind antidepressants is flawed, right? So so what's a typical scenario when someone comes back? They're not, I mean, the reintegration has to be...
1: Yeah, it depends. So you go through a series of classes. Once you come back, let's say you deploy to Iraq or Afghanistan, somewhere else. Uh, you do reintegration classes, like, you go over, okay, like, your body's, your physiology is probably different depending on where you served, what area, um, so yeah, you learn about the common post-traumatic stress symptoms, like irritability or being on edge, feeling tense, having flashbacks, overreacting to stimuli to noise typical, like, stuff throughout the day, right, like laughter, a group of friends laughing or something could trigger, like, memories of, uh, you know, a a market roadside or car bomb or something where you just, you know, the, uh, the laughter, the sounds of friends making noise, you know, just immediately bring up those memories of, you know, whatever... Children, women, this is just an example, right? Maimed people, you know, yelling, crying. Uh, And then that throws you into, like, a mood for the rest of the day, right? So things like that, like learning to listen to the body, kind of tame the stress response that's overreactive by working out the parasympathetic uh, nervous system, having that be more of a default than the the anxiety or tense state. So these are all things that are, yeah, backed by science. I'm super interested in them as a as a psych nurse. This is, uh, these are the things I want to keep learning about, teaching about.
0: So, uh, back up, you were in Iraq, correct? When did you go? Yeah, so I was there in
1: twice, actually. I did two tours. Uh, the first was in oh, 2006 for about 13 months, and then the second one was in
0: oh seven for about 15 months into 2008. So, when you got back, that's when the reintegration started? And how was your process? When you
1: get back the first time, yeah, you still go through reintegration, first deployment. This happens. I did good. I think, um, you know, a lot of us still dealt with, you know, our struggles of reintegration, coming back to normalcy after, you know, intense uh, scenarios in Iraq. Some, you know, some guys went went to drinking, started abusing alcohol, a couple got out of the army. Um, I have a first, first sergeant who actually uh, hung himself, killed himself, but I think oh, yeah. because just the the problems that he was having in his life on top of just dealing with. Um, yeah, No. we're not ready for war, man, as you can feel. I mean, I think you... There's no preparation for uh, for what, what goes on in, in war. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a moral conflict in a way. Uh, and then, yeah, so what was the question? Yeah, I did two tours, I, and then they came back. And once I got discharged, uh, then I started dealing with some nightmares flashbacks, stuff like that. Discovered uh, sound healing with Kim in San Francisco, and started going with her, uh, doing sessions, just feeling the difference. Just more calm, being able to control my my mind, which in turn, you know, allowed me to control my my body. Um, then a little bit down the road, started doing. Uh, Uh, Farming, gardening in San Francisco, in the middle of like this oasis in the middle of like concrete jungle.
0: People shooting up outside the gate. Yeah, not a good neighborhood. Were you able to see any change in the people when they, you know, were shooting up outside? For instance, were they were they affected by seeing plants and seeing gardens and seeing happy people? Or
1: yeah, for sure. That's why they all I think were drawn to this peaceful oasis in the middle of the city. And my my friend who who was who was one of the founders, you know, he can tell stories of you know, several people who came and and uh, got healing from from the plants there, having their own plot or just helping out, you know, just getting back in touch with nature, what we're supposed to be doing.
0: Does he have a blog or anything?
1: He does. Yeah, his name's Robert Robert Ford, and I think you can probably Google like Robert Ford. Mm. Peace Garden, maybe. Cool. We'll sure find a know. link and
0: attach it. Cool. That would be cool. Very nice. So, were was sound healing on the VA's list of things? Like, when you got back, were they helping you? Were they talking to you? No, so they really
1: didn't offer any, like, complementary alternative modalities or anything like that. Um, They, they treated me with the typical, you know, drugs, pharmaceuticals, controls, control the symptoms. Which I I can appreciate, right? I mean, I think medicine, drugs, have their place. Allopathic medicine have definitely helps, you know, saves lives, and helps a lot of people. But um, it can be a crutch too. If you you know, if you're if you're just kind of coping with medicating, whether it's legal or illegal substance, you're not able to make the, the progress of getting better, you know, uh,
0: without them What kind of things were you taking?
1: Oh, you name it, man. I've probably been on it. So a few different antidepressants, uh, anxiety, benzodiazepines, anti-anxiety medication, a few medications that they were, were giving people for uh, nightmares that were supposed to kind of bring down your heart rate and uh, keep you calmer throughout the night. So how did it
0: feel later as a nurse being in that?
1: So I knew going through that that I didn't, first of all, I didn't want to stay on them long-term because uh, just the way I felt on them, just losing, like, who I was, really. My empathy went down to zero. Like, normally I'm a pretty caring person, care about other people. You know, I just felt like I didn't care about anybody else. I felt emotionless almost, just numb. Uh even suicidal more so at some points. Uh, just, yeah, like worrying, because when you're, yeah, if you're, if you're going through the, you know, depression or you know, PTSD, anxiety, your brain's not working correctly, right? You're not able to use the, this executive center to, like, think of a better future. Like, oh, I can get through this. This is, you know, I can defeat this. And I think some of the drugs just kind of make that worse. And I think, I believe, that's why we're seeing a rise in suicides. You give a cocktail, that's making somebody more suicidal, more depressed, um, more uh, lowers their risk aversion, so they're doing more uh, dangerous things. That's a deadly combination, so. Why not some, do something like, you know, get into a meditation program, mindfulness, use herbs, take some tea that's kind of doing the same things as some of these drugs, or is doing the same thing, instead with without the side effects. It
0: yeah. just, just makes more sense. So when did you do nursing? How long after you so got back with that?
1: I started my general ed after I got out in 2008. I took about five years to get my nursing degree, which is typical. You do a couple years of GE, and then the program itself, the bachelor's program, it's three years.
0: And you have the degree now? I do, yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. It's cool.
1: Yeah, so I, uh, and then I went into, yeah, so I felt better, right? I I felt like, felt like I was improving. Went into mental health nursing, uh, worked for uh, the VA for a little while, close to two years. I Also worked for the county uh, mental health uh, department, and then did a, a short stint in hospice palliative care nursing. You like that? It was, was good. It? it was yeah. It was uh, difficult work too, but uh, it's something I was always drawn to in that stage of life. Such a mysterious. Uh, stage of our lives. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to be with those, those people uh, during their transition. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good.
0: it would be fun. It's uh, That's what a lot of the MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, are starting to do a lot of psilocybin work right. with those exact patients who are on hospice who are nearing the end of their current stage. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing to see the the insights and the awareness that people can gain to help the transition. It's times are changing. Sorry. Long overdue, but yeah, they are. So is there some sort of holistic nursing? I remember you had mentioned something. Yeah, about there
1: that. is. So because I was interested in these uh, healing arts, right, like meditation, sound healing, even like nutrition, aromatherapy falls under like the, I guess uh, – Complementary modalities. There's this organization in the States called um, the American Holistic Nurses Association. So I met a previous president who's from Fresno named uh, Lucia, uh, a nurse as well. So she was like, hey, you should start a chapter. This is, it's a cool, check out this. That, that, That was like a little seed she planted because maybe a few months later, I had probably 20, 25 members uh, we had meetings a couple times a month, inviting guest speakers to come, come share about their, their their modality, you know, their therapies that they do. Uh, so yeah, that was mainly I did it, and kind of, I guess it was sh- selfish too because I wanted these were all things I was interested in, right, to enrich my program. But it yeah, it turned around. A lot of people enjoyed it. And,
0: I think that's the way things are supposed to be done. Selfish may not be the right word, but yeah, you're doing what you want to do, and like Alan Watts says, people will follow yeah. pretty soon. oh, shit, we have 20 people here. Right. nice. Is there anything like that in Belize?
1: There's not, no. Mm-hmm. So they want to expand, though, into Central America.
0: There you go. Uh, so, yeah. Plant the seed. Right. Yeah,
1: I have a good friend who's finishing up his last semester. He's working in a mobile okay. mental health clinic in Belize City right now.
0: What's the system like here? Is it similar in the states as yeah, far as I mental think health goes? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty similar. I, mean,
1: I think the the system, Western medicine, has yeah spread down here. Even being like going to Guatemala, Colombia, it's all the same. People are turning away from their roots, indigenous, you know, natural medicine from the earth. And, That's kinda of, kinda
0: of sad. Yeah. It's kinda of weird going into the grocery store here and seeing a little Mayan Mayan kid taking his Flintstone vitamin or is coming in and buying Advil or it's like something's <laughs> not right here. But yeah. I think it's turning back. I think there's I don't know. Not people say I'm overly optimistic, but I think even young people are starting to say, Ooh, I feel better when I take that, why not? Right. So yeah. I think it's all turning back. And having places like this. Not sure how many acres, but thank you. As we see in memory of Kin Duploy, thank you, Mr. (laughs) Kin. This is an awesome place. This is heaven on earth here. Very, very cool.
1: Now I think if, like, the more people see that the system is failing people, and I mean, come on, pharmaceuticals are killing more. It's like the second leading cause of death. I think Uh, so is just medical care in the West in general. You know. So you, you show that to somebody, and then you show them al- an alternative that's better.
0: I think it starts with people like you, because, I mean, I, I've never been through any, I'm grateful enough to never have had any bad, like, circumstances like that in my life, but you have, and you saw it, and you saw the option, and you jumped out of it, so I think it takes people like you and people like your friend who are like, well, we've seen this side of it, why don't we do something better? No, I think no Thanks, man. I think it's nice to see
1: you too. It's uh, you're inspiring what you're doing. This is I can I can picture uh, grass fed is I, I mean it will have an impact
0: worldwide. And it's so desperately needed right now. I'm really excited just because all the like you said it's almost seems selfish. It's like I sat in my apartment, I've stopped going to college classes and I said, Well, this herbalism stuff sounds cool. So does this plant based culinary stuff. Well, so does this uh what like essential oils or this or that. So does this yoga stuff. And now I'm here and I know people who have specialized and spent their life in these entire things, you know, like learning from Santiago, the agriculture side of things without any chemicals, growing what's supposed to grow here. From Mary, so you're saying, Oh, let me, I'll be right back. Let me run out and pick something out of the garden. Oh, we're going to use this spice today, or this, or this. And it's... it's At her fingertips. fingertips. That's cool, yeah. It's amazing.
1: Life is a blessing.
0: Yeah, it is. It definitely is.
1: So what were you studying when you started? What was your... Uh, I was just major? taking general classes. Oh, okay, I right.
0: only made it through half of the first semester. And I started watching a lot of documentaries. And I lost interest in school and I kind of started I wouldn't call it arguing but most people who know me may say Clayton yes that was arguing (laughs) but it wasn't arguing it was more of bringing up how I thought and the teachers didn't want to hear that I was questioning kind of the mainstream thought process it's kind of the typical as Terrence McKenna said I stood up and yelled bullshit one time (laughs) and I was true sometimes you have to yeah and it's it was just this stage in my life, and I think from that current, from that point, everything just shifted and kind of dominated into. In well, gotta do something. I'd already failed my personal training certification one time. It's like, well, I should try it again. So I studied and studied and studied. Well, guess what? I failed it again. Third time <laughs> I passed it. But uh, I remember the day.
1: Yeah, it was cool.
0: It's nice like my mom says, you did it, no one can take it from you.
1: Yeah.
0: So, that's done. and uh, There's some continuing education credits I'll have to get within the next, I think, like, 18 months or so. Which is cool because then I can dive into some other modality and learn that. I'm going to do some sort of massage or stretching work and get, a, get some proper education in that. I'm also taking a holistic remedies course. So, right. that's what I'm excited about. My mom sent it. Where are you doing that course? It's called Smart Majority. It's some website. And mm. at first I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe a waste of time. I scrolled through it and it all looked really cool. So Sweet.
1: yeah, I want to check it out. Sounds good.
0: I'll send you the link. I'll yes. put the link on here. Um, yeah, it's not that I don't like education. I just don't like school structured education. Show up at this time. No, I feel the same. Do this. But if I can sit up till three or four in the morning. And work on something and drink coffee all night. I love it. I learn better that way than any other way. Yeah, I don't think the traditional
1: like university route is for everybody. Nice. What is that?
0: I'm not sure. A hawk, some kind. It's big. Yeah, it is. We're on top of a fire lookout tower. How many feet up do you think this is? I would say probably should seventy feet, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Or pretty high. So long now. This is Eli. You can find him on Team Grassfed's page at wearegrassfed.com. Thank you, Mr. Eli. Thank you, Clayton. Talk to you soon. See you, everybody.